0: Because it's like, who are you gonna have? Are you ever gonna get an audience with the president of the United States? I won't. No. I know that for sure. I'm a schmuck. And I, I, don't I don't want have... it anyway. Yeah. It's like, but it's like I'm never gonna have that, I'm never gonna have his ear. Maybe there are Christians that will, but like, will I have the local ear of my school board? Will I have a local ear of my town mayor? Yeah, I could. I can walk into his office probably tomorrow probably. and say, Hey, do you wanna go have dinner with me sometime and Come talk about Jesus? If you had dinner at yeah. your house
1: with our local state representative yeah. right yeah like your district's representative do you feel like you'd have more of an impact there
0: absolutely yeah. because here's the welcome to biblical lenses a podcast about viewing the world through the lenses of the bible we release a fresh podcast every week before we get started don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform what's up guys this is nolan I'm just reminding you that this Split it up because it went a little bit longer uh, this time, but we thought it was a really good conversation. So we are excited for you to join us, and uh, let's get started. In three, two, one, welcome to the Gulag. Draw nearer
1: to the Lord, and yeah. like, and like, really plunge so, yourself into the Word of God mm-hmm. more, and say, "This is where my comfort is. This is where my peace is. I'm going to do my research and mm-hmm. do diligence over here, yeah. v- And so I know who to vote for. But here is where I'm really depending on in yeah. the Scriptures, yeah, in in the Lord." Mm-hmm. It's just like, but it just gets so intense. Yeah.
0: Like, do you feel,
1: you felt like that? Oh, yeah. As we got to that time?
0: And here's the thing is like, I slowly started to realize that, um, that basically I was being, I was being influenced by millions and millions of dollars. And so for me, it's like, I had to realize over time that like, They have people that are so much smarter than I am. Insane. And they are literally saying, yeah, if we target this ad for this person at this time, or like, you know. Yeah, Nolan went from Hawaii to Texas, and so maybe he is tired of living in this democratic whatever state and he's moving to Texas. So now I'm going to target him with this Republican ad and it's going to say how great Republicans are and all these great things that they've done. It's like I have to realize at a certain point in time like I am I am a target and I am I am trying to be influenced by a certain group of people. Mm. What I do think is important for us to realize is that like as Christians, like what you said we need to take everything with one a grain of salt, but two, like recognizing that your like you being a Christian doesn't mean that like every Christian's not going to vote Republican, mm-hmm. right? Like we all recognize that Jesus is on the throne; he is our he is our King, he is our ruler, and what he has set up, like like you saying, oh well, like I vote a Democrat or I vote a Republican, like he's he's not you're not going to get up to heaven. He's going to go. Were you Democrat? Yep. All right. Well, guess what? One way ticket to hell. Get out Like, of here. you know, it's like yeah. he's going to convict those that he needs to convict and those that he doesn't need to convict, he's not going to convict. You know, it's like, but it's not going to be a deciding factor on, but I think like, and that's the problem with Republicans too, too many times nowadays. And Ooh, let's rip on Republicans. Well, let's go. The reason why I say this is because I think that you would, you see more, I, th- I mean, I think base- even based off of polling, you would say that more Christians consider themselves Republicans sure. than Democrats. And so you see a lot of Republicans saying, well, even if you're a Christian Democrat, you are not saved. It's like, well, you can't say that. You I can't say that. that. Uh, I will be
1: really honest. I, when I saw certain friends of mine who are Bible-believing Christians mm-hmm. voting Democrat, mm-hmm. There was, and of course, I'm just not the type of person to engage on any sort of social media. I just, I could care less. Yeah, You do you. I'm going to yeah. do me. But there was a part of me that was like, what the heck? Yeah. Like, do I need to like message you and be like, yo, dude? Yeah. Like, are you not thinking about these things? But again, it was back to my bias. It was back mm-hmm. to my like echo chamber. It was back to my thing. Mm-hmm. And the first question I would have asked was not, which is what it should have been had it happened. Yeah. Like. Hey, I'm, I'm interested as to why Mm -hmm. you're thinking the way you're thinking. Yeah. And I'd love to hear what it is that you love about this candidate and why you're voting for them. Right. And, and we just have a real problem. We just have a real problem doing that here. I have a, I want to sway the conversation because you and I are both conservative Mm -hmm. in nature. Mm -hmm. We both voted conservative and I close to 50% or 49% of the country kind of votes conservative yeah right and you have these big metro- metropolitan areas that tend to vote um, liberal yeah or, or progressive or Democrat yeah um, some people would say, that the progressive areas, the metro, metro I can't say the word metro, metropolitan, metropolitan, yeah. there you go. Metropolitan areas are more refined yeah. or they're full of more college educated people there. And yeah. those, those doggone Midwest people, <laughs> they're just voting red because they don't know yeah. any better. Right. Is, I don't know. What do we think about that? Like, is the country swaying progressive and liberal and Democrat and is conservative thought? kind of like an archaic dying thought process?
0: Oh, certainly not. I mean, when you see, I mean, we we live in Texas, very red state, and you see, uh, I think a a joke is that a lot of Californians are moving to Texas Mm -hmm. uh, because they're sick of like California policies. Sure. and. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of like debate about that, but I think that a lot of them are saying like, hey, I recognize there are certain policies that I'm not about. Now, you have a lot of people that are saying like, I still want to vote Democrat, even though I've moved to another state. And that's and that's okay. What I think that people are like, and it's always been the struggle when you get into a very like like a city, like a big city. Sure you rely on the big city for a lot of different things and so it's very easy to become dependent on government right. right and so that's what like a lot of people will say like democrats are and that's the main thing that like republicans go like oh don't vote democrat because they just want to you know the government just wants to take all your money and then seize control of everything and be right. this you know it's like that's obviously not true you know like they're not just trying to say like we just want to you know Reign and control everybody, right? But it's like you know, you see a lot of the people that are just, hey, I, I have my own land, I farm my own land, I make my own stuff. Those are people that are Republicans. Uh-huh. Where do you see that? You see that in the rural areas, in the areas where the WalMarts are not, in the in the areas where Costcos aren't there, like Targets aren't there. They recognize like, I don't, I can't rely on somebody else to do something for me i have to do it for myself interesting i feel like you're talking about like a dependency issue not not
1: not okay, well, i've made that issue. sound really bad yeah like dependency sounds really really bad but an independence kind of issue mm-hmm. where um you know like people who live in rural areas have a little bit more of the well we'll make it happen we'll figure exactly. out a way
0: We'll if it's not there we'll build it they and have it. this mindset of i if 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 I want to do something, I can do something kind of thing. Right. And not that it's bad in like what I love about city areas is that it is a little bit more of like a communal mindset. Like, well, we Mm -hmm. live in an apartment structure with 5,000 other people. Well, yes and no, but like think about a city like we, I lived in a city in Honolulu, mm -hmm, which is like,
1: it's a, it's a, a a metropolitan city. Like, and I didn't know any of my neighbors. But like when you what's weird is like when you get out into the farmlands and the rural areas of Texas around us, there's people who live like half a mile from their next neighbor or three Mm -hmm. quarters of a mile from their next neighbor. They actually know their neighbor better than people who live in an apartment right next door. You lived in an apartment like right down the street from us. We're outside of Austin somewhere Mm -hmm. and you lived in an apartment. How many of your neighbors did you know? none none of them yeah whereas you know john john wilkins who yeah. lives you know i'm just making up that name of course who lives in a rural area yeah. with a dirt a gravel road and his next neighbor is half a mile away he probably knows his neighbor really well don't you think yeah
0: i mean i would agree with that but like you have to think about it's not necessarily the communal mindset in like i know my neighbor very well okay it's that we're all in the same like a building together. And so like I go to one person, like one, like, you know, uh, you know, building manager for everything. And it drives some kind of, um, thought system of like, if I need something, others are there for me, others are there, which can be good in a lot of respects. Right. But it also can be bad in a lot of regards. Mm -hmm.
1: So like your Mm mother-in-law is a property manager. She works at a property management company. She showed me, Like we were all hanging out. Our families Mm -hmm. were hanging out the other day. And she showed me a list of requests that she got the other day. And it was like, when the water's in my bathtub, it's blue. Yeah. Or like, Mm -hmm. there was all sorts of other like ridiculous requests. Whereas somebody who lives a little bit more rural would be like, listen, you need to learn how the world works. Mm -hmm. When you put water in a bathtub, it has a blue tinge Mm -hmm. to it. So like- Yes, there's certain aspects that are like, hey, we're all in this together. We're a community. Like, I need to call on people for help. But there's also this really beautiful thing in the rural areas of our country that's like, there's nobody around, and I need to figure out how yeah. to get things done. Exactly. And there's a level of independence and structure there. Like, so I, I don't know. I feel like both sides of it balance out. Mm-hmm. But if we're gonna talk like specific about, I don't know, ways of life and ways of thinking. Yeah. If okay, I'm gonna get really. I'm gonna get really transparent, honest. Okay. I'm a per. You actually have uh, been investigating um, libertarian kind of like thought process, mm. like and like mindset, right? Yeah. There's there's aspects of that that I am interested in. Yeah. But I feel like they're not necessarily libertarian as much as like classical, kind of like American, which is like limited government yeah like this this country was founded upon the idea that we don't want some sort of king Mm -hmm. having taxation without representation yeah like that you should have the opportunity for life liberty and the pursuit of happiness Mm -hmm. or or property yeah and like you should have those opportunities Mm -hmm. and the more that we give to government the further we get away from those that that pursuit yeah and from those freedoms yeah so like i'm a person who believes those things mm-hmm. i'm trying like i've I'm, I'm trying to like play devil's advocate like why would because i'm pretty conservative why would somebody who's more on the progressive or liberal side not want limited government what are the mm-hmm. downsides in their minds to limited government
0: well i mean like uh, you uh what i would come up with i haven't done a lot of um I haven't done a lot of like um, democratic or progressive kind of thought into this. Okay. But what I'm thinking of right now is like, you got to think about our founding fathers. Yes. Lived in a, in a time where it like where they said, well, we don't want control and taxation and all this other stuff. But you also have to realize like 95% of that population was living in total poverty. Okay. Like poverty for them was like, Hey, you've got a family of five Guess what? You're living in a one bedroom apartment True. in Boston. Yeah. Like, and so it's like I get it like we always hold our founding fathers as like these really smart genius people. They were also the millionaires and billionaires of our, of our society at that time and they were saying, "Hey, we're going to make laws and and things for people too." To pull themselves out of that situation, but at the same time, just like me, I don't have a lot of capital to come up with and and bring myself out of the situation. Now, I think the reason why I would defend a progressive policy is because we have now, as a society, come out of this, this system where it's like, well, the... You know, if you are a person of great wealth and you're always going to have wealth, and if you're a person of poverty, you're always going to have great poverty. It's like now we've come to this place where there's what's called the middle class. Okay. And so it's all about keeping the middle class comfortable. And that's the reason why a lot of progressives run off of these things like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, um, free health care for all, like all this other stuff. And they say we're going to tax the people that make over four hundred thousand dollars so that we can support the people that make under $400,000. But what's crazy, though, is when you
1: say you make over $400,000, mm-hmm. the way that our system works is somebody who makes over $400,000 might make four hundred, dollars but they don't necessarily keep four hundred. dollars mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So let's say you run a business, and yep. that business brings in $400,000 a year. Yeah. But you have to pay for product, mm-hmm. pay for vendors, pay for expenses, pay your taxes. Yep. And at the end of the day you might be bringing home $100,000, $90,000 of take-home pay, Mm -hmm. but then they're taxing you at a higher rate. And you're like, listen, just because I'm a person that went out and created something... Maybe I created jobs. Maybe I created income. Maybe there's a lot of things that have been generated through my actions and Mm -hmm. my mindset and all my abilities. Mm -hmm. Like why all of a sudden, like my take home might be the same as somebody who's just working a nine to five at a tech job and coming home with 90 to $100,000. I know people who work in sales. It's not their company. They're selling somebody else's Mm -hmm. goods and they make high six figures. Mm -hmm. So... It's like they they make $120,000, $150,000 a year, but they're not being taxed the same way that person is exactly. who is an entrepreneur, who is trying to make things happen. So mm-hmm. there's another part of it that's like, boy, and you know, here, here's, a, can I be really honest? Here's the thing that I realize about myself. I'm 36 years old. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't understand politics <laughs> like a whole lot. Yeah like there's still a lot of questions like the Mm -hmm. other day, like we were watching, uh, my wife and I were watching the debates and boy, Oh boy. I just like was holding my head in my hands. And when I was watching that first debate where they just yelled at each other, brutal. Oh, that was brutal. Yeah. But then the second one, in my opinion, wasn't a whole lot better. Mm -hmm. Like Donald Mm -hmm. Trump doesn't know how to voice his, uh, stance on policies very well. He just didn't do a very good job.
0: No clue. But like,
1: he would say something and and my wife would be like, what the heck is he saying? And I'd yeah. be like, I feel like he should just say this, this, and this. And my my wife goes, man, that sounded way better when it came from you. You should run for president. I'm like, no, I should not. I absolutely should not. Yeah, Because hey. I think I know what I'm talking about, but I most definitely do yeah. not. So all that to be said, if you're listening to this podcast still for some reason, boy, oh boy, take everything I'm saying with a grain of salt.
0: Well, I mean, I think like the, the major thing that I run into when we talk about like Democrat versus Republican policies is that like, once again, both, both people have really good heartwarming intentions. Yeah. And so it's like, you talk to a Democrat and you say like, well, like why would you want to tax like the, you know, ultra rich and blah, blah, blah. And they're saying like, it's not that I want, like, I just want to provide the single mother with like two children, the opportunity to have health care for their children. Right. And you go like, Oh, that's not so bad. That's not so bad. But then, I love your heart. Then the problem is, is then it's like, well, how do we do this? Mm. And that's where it gets gray because then it's yeah. like somebody has to pay the bill, and that's and that's the reason why I I always have a problem with the and I think everybody would would agree with this. You always have the problem with the ultra hard left sure. and the ultra hard right. Oh yeah, because the ultra hard left would say, well, it's we're taxing the billionaires. It's like no you're taxing the $400,000 heirs, and those are the people that can't actually afford it. And so now you're making their lives worse, there's no more drive for innovation, there's no more drive for people to start businesses, so therefore we have this hard time. Versus the people that are like, you know, well, I'm ultra hard right. And it's like, oh, so you don't want the single mother of two children sure. to have health care. Yeah. And it's like, and then they say like, well, no, that's not it. And blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, but that's truly what it is. Because I know stories of mothers who say, I'm just trying to get health care for my kids, but I can't afford it. So it's right. just like, it's it's a hard area. And it's one of those things that we have to say like there are pros and cons to both sides. And in order to be very smart, and this is where I think it really comes down to as far as Christian goes, it's like in order to be a smart voter, to be a smart citizen, you have to be able to, to admit, you know what? The party that I support is is flawed. You know the reason why it's flawed? Because it's run by human people. That- is that are broken, the ticket right yeah. there. That is,
1: I, I, and I don't know why more politicians don't come out and say, like, listen, and, okay, oh boy, oh boy. If I was a politician, yeah, I'd be probably the worst politician ever. You would be, and the reason is because I'd be very realistic about yeah. it. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah. I did think that way when I was 24 and my position changed on it Mm because I met Jesus Mm -hmm. or I would say things like, listen, we're doing the best we can as flawed, like, you know, evil men and women in a broken sinful world. We're doing the best we can. Like the American government, the American experiment Mm -hmm. is the longest running experiment out there Mm -hmm. of government and Mm -hmm. of a nation. We're doing the best we can in the circumstances of living in a fallen and broken world being run by imperfect men and women. We're doing the best we possibly can. There is no perfect utopian way to do it. The only perfect utopian way to do it is when Jesus returns and establishes a new heaven and a new earth. And they'd be like, you sound like a crazy person, Senator Jesse. And I'm like, great. I'm not making it another term. I get it. You couldn't be a Senator. I couldn't do it. I would just be like, I I would be constantly crapping on (laughs) the realities of our situation way too much. I'd be way too realistic where that's, and that's why I feel like, boy, I actually, I have some friends. hmm. You and me actually both know some people who are politicians. Oh, we do. We do. Um, local. Yeah. Um, and I, I just like I don't like it. Because yeah, really? to me, yeah. and I feel like a lot of people feel like this way. Politicians are liars. <laughs> politicians yeah. are promise makers and promise breakers. Well, because they're saying yeah. what sounds good to get elected. Mm-hmm. Election's a weird thing.
0: Well, but here's the thing, though, is like, I think that like on a local level, you can say a lot of things and and actually like make up for it. Like I think that you can say like Because a lot of like local politicians say, I want to focus on this area or that area, like education, whatever. Sure, and they can they can follow through on it because they have one thing. When you run for president of the United States, you have to run off of education, you have to run off of healthcare, you have to run off of global like you know globalization, like military, like all these other facets. So local government, completely fine. I'm not dogging on, and like that's where I think like are the people that we know are only in local government. So I, I feel like I'm not dogging on them when I say this. Yeah. They can run off of policies. They can actually hold promises too. But when you get to a place where you're president of the United States, not only that, you're president of the free world, really. Uh, I mean, like let's be still honest. Still, yeah. like, yep, still. They're still the leaders of the free world. You get to this place where it's like, well, now I have to run off of 120 policies and I, I will make promises that I can keep and I will make promises that I can't keep. What are the promises that I will make That will get me reelected. I feel like, okay, I don't know.
1: What do you feel like when it comes to this? But, like, I feel like the position of president is, I feel like it's a presentational position. Because there's a whole cabinet of people. Oh, yeah. There's a whole cabinet of people that are, are... are bringing their own concepts, ideas, yeah. like rights and wrongs to the ball game, right? Hey. And there's there's a, a Senate, mm-hmm. a House of Representatives. Exactly. There's a Supreme Court. There's mm-hmm. all these things. Like, we don't live in a dictatorship where a mm-hmm. president is a king and can say, guess what I'm doing? I'm doing mm-hmm. this. You have to get support. Yep. And And I just feel like there's a lot of it that boils down to character. And I feel like this is where most people... Christians even really had a problem or have a problem with Donald Trump. Yeah. Is that on a personal character wise level outwardly, like he, he, he doesn't portray that statesmanly kind of politician mm-hmm. that a lot of people respect. Mm-hmm. Some people like that. Cause if it would just like sock you in the mouth, yeah. like, that's great. That's awesome. But there's a lot of people who are like, boy, oh boy, I'm voting for him like me. I just wish he would shut the heck up yeah. and just do policy. Yeah, And Joe Biden, or on the other hand, and there's a lot of Christians who have said, I can't vote for Donald Trump because of his character. And mm. I'm like, listen, I get you, but... Joe Biden mm-hmm. might be the neighbor who wants to who can come over and barbecue with me, but he's he's totally willing to kill babies. Yeah. That's a character flaw as well, is it not? Yeah. It's just a hidden behind the scenes character mm-hmm. flaw. Whereas Donald Trumps were all out there, he was wearing them on his sleeve. So it's like at the end of the day, both of the candidates are flawed. Yeah. Because all human beings are flawed. Yeah. It's just what type of flaw do you want?
0: Well, I mean, I think like that's where you really get into the I mean, that's why, like, people really like Donald Trump because they said, like, oh, he's not a politician. He's not going to just give you this, like, soothsayer answer to everything. He's going right. to say, like, hey, like, no, look at it. I mean, he's going to interrupt you when you're debating him. And he's going to say, like, you know, who who built the cages, Joe? Who built the cages? And it's like, you know, he's going to put you in this uncomfortable position to be like, well, I, I either have to answer that or I have to not answer that. Right. But, like, I think the main thing that we, that we can come to an understanding of is just, like one i think politicians are that that's that's where i i really kind of come down to where it's like okay we have to understand that politicians are really trying to fight for their jobs you right. know and so they have to say things to a certain degree to get to get rehired by voting that's weird and so, so it's like you have to understand okay if if i am if i am voting for this person mm-hmm. you know like they're going to be saying things to get rehired. So at a certain point in time, I have to understand that they might not necessarily be lying, quote unquote, but what what they are doing is they're trying to figure out the best way to say things so that I agree with
1: them. Which is the mark of a sociopath, which, which
0: is why all politicians
1: so. fall into the... Not all, but not most all. politicians fall into the category mm-hmm. of sociopaths mm-hmm. and the higher up and the more high level and presentational you are as a politician... Yeah the more sociopathic tendencies
0: you have. Mm-hmm. Narcissistic, sociopathic, yeah. self-satisfying. The only thing that I really enjoy about like where we are right now with all of our technology and everything else like that is that there's no more real lying that can go on. Because whatever i have seen this happen on sides. some might say more like no i've seen this happen on both sides because mm-hmm. it just depends on if you actually want to do the digging yourself okay. and find the truth you will find both sides that say oh you said that you don't support this let me go back two years and show you a video clip of or a complete a compilation of video clips where you said the exact, I mean, this happened with Joe Biden and fracking, but yeah. this also has happened with certain other things that Trump has done with other, you know, Republicans where it's like, Oh, you said you don't support this. Cool. I have a video of two years ago where you say the exact opposite. It's true. What is it? And it's like, okay, I would, I, I enjoy the fact that we can go back and look at, I don't necessarily think that we should have a cancel culture where it's sure. like, Oh, you did this tweet. Four years ago Mm -hmm. and therefore it makes you this person today sure at the same time i think it is important for you to say oh you don't support this well you did support it two years ago so what changed what changed exactly it's like what changed in those two years yeah so it's like but i think like too many times we just say like oh like let's just sweep that under the rug let's forget about that because now they're supporting this or whatever it's like i don't want to get i mean and that's that's what back in the dizzy Mm -hmm. actually like
1: there was none of that fast working technology and so so much of it was word of mouth it was like hey i went to a rally Mm -hmm. and i heard him speak and i really had to listen to him speak about his policies Mm -hmm. and i liked his policies and his way of thought and i also liked his kind of character and personality he was a very like like inspiring, like motivating kind mm-hmm. of personality, I think I'm gonna vote for him, mm-hmm. right? So like in the in the um, the campaign between like Aaron Burr and Thomas Jefferson, I think, like people hated Thomas Jefferson. Mm-hmm. He was a jerk, yeah. he was like high class, he was snobby. Yeah. And they would be like, Aaron Burr seems like a guy you can drink a beer with. He mm-hmm. seems like a nice guy, right? Like mm-hmm. the same thing happens in every single election. People like when it came to Al Gore and George Bush, they were like, Al Gore seems very weird and stuck up, and he yeah. like seems like there's a stick up his butt all the time. Mm-hmm. George Bush seems like, even though he did kind of seem like a dumb dummy sometimes, he seemed kind of down to earth mm-hmm. and he appealed to certain people, right? Yeah. But like, those things really mattered. And mm-hmm. nowadays, you're right. Like, you don't need to go to a rally to see see a candidate. Mm-hmm. You just. Pick up your phone yeah. and watch the latest YouTube video of the stupid thing they said, or follow them on Twitter mm-hmm. and go, like, oh, and like wince or Which, like celebrate when they tweet.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it can be, it can be polarizing though, where it's like you just all of a sudden you can get on your phone and look up 75 ways that joe biden destroyed donald trump or True. 70 75 ways that sorry oh my goodness i just burped while i was talking that was a man moment that was gross like 75 ways that donald, donald trump you know destroyed joe biden and so like i think that's the problem that we have nowadays is where it's like we just want to see somebody that agrees with us destroy somebody else yeah and we no longer care about like let me actually go out and do the research. Oh. It's that, like we're so easy just to be like, hey, let me get fed the information that I want to get tell fed. me what I need. Exactly. And right. it's like, well, okay, like, have you actually gone out and said, like, for me, it wasn't until I think three weeks before the election that I actually dug in and dug deep into, like, okay, what is, if Joe Biden's elected, how does he plan on getting free health care for all? Like, right. What is he actually going to do with... My guns now. Grant it, I will say. Like it was a little bit harder to find that information. <laughs> ah, ah. You know, like, and there is a certain amount of like what, and I'll get into this a little bit. But like, I think that Joe Biden did a very smart move by saying Donald Trump is polarizing enough just opening his mouth. Yeah, and if I just keep my mouth shut and not talk a lot, yeah, I can let. Donald Trump basically put a gun to his head and shoot himself in the face.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's November 10th and we're waiting to see what happens. Cause there's also sorts of Ooh, lawsuits and things get, yeah. happening. We got a while, but it, it's looking like Joe Biden's going to be the president. But here's the the thing.
0: A lot of people said he played a smart race. Yeah. It's like a lot of people said, Oh, Joe Biden's, you know, I can't believe he didn't run off of anything. It's like he just recognized is if I just let this atomic bomb sit here and blow itself up, I'm going to win. It's a smart move. Yeah. You're you're not a dummy by saying that. Granted, he had a lot of people that probably advise him on this. Sure. But it's like, it's not a dumb move to say, here's a ticking time bomb. I'm just going to wait until it blows up. But it's like and one of those things itself. like if you watch a UFC fight or a
1: boxing yeah. match. And the, the one fighter has really spent a lot of time watching tape of the mm-hmm. other fighter. And he goes, I don't need to win. I just need to not lose. Yeah. Everybody in the audience boos. Yeah. You're like, I'm so dissatisfied with this. Mm-hmm. And that's really, mm-hmm. I feel like what happened here is like yeah. Joe Biden said, I don't need to win. Yeah, I just need to not lose. Yeah, and it was a very technical and it was a very calculated race. Yeah, and at the end of the day, we like I, for any candidate to be asked a question, mm-hmm. I don't care who you are, Republican yeah. or Democrat, what do you plan to do about the Supreme Court? And you go, I'll tell you that after I'm elected. Yeah, is a bad answer. Now, yeah. on the flip side, it's also bad. Just to yell at a guy during a debate, yeah. you moron. Yep. Yeah. Back off yeah. and talk policy. See how I'm picking on both sides. Exactly. Because both sides are stupid. Yeah.
0: I mean, like, and that's where I think it's it's just it really comes down to the fact of like they both chose their plans. I do think that it kind of tells us where we are as a society mm. when these are our two choices. Boy, where it's oh boy. like like super hard, like like they just they've chosen extreme extreme strategies. They're caricatures. And I could I could see like I mean, I don't know. They're not real. Yeah. They're the that, wor- they're the best worst candidates but, we could have come up with. And that's where I think like really where I can kind of find comfort in is that like they're not going to destroy our republic. They're not going to destroy our society like that's we still have other people that are running the country like we have the, you know, we have the Congress, we have Senate, we have the Supreme Court. Like all these other people are actually Making the decisions that really are going to impact us. Like the president, he is, yes, he is like a public like figure. He yes. makes some certain decisions, executive orders, vetoes. But who makes, who has more of an impact? Yeah. Like him, whoever's going to
1: be the next president of the United States in mm-hmm. 2020, or the person in your local neighborhood who just got elected to the school board? Yeah who has a bigger impact on your life. Exactly. The person who got elected to the school yeah. board or the sheriff or, or the constable yeah. or 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 your state's supreme yeah. court. Like those things matter. Mm-hmm. That's why here's my thing. As a Christian, if you're going to look at elections and politics from a biblical lens, mm-hmm. here's here's what I see it matters who you vote for on a local level much more than it matters who you vote for on a national level. Yeah. Okay. Now here, here's where I'm taking this from. Like Jesus chose disciples, Mm -hmm. right? There was 12. Yeah. At the end of the day, there was three that were very close to him in the inner circle, Mm -hmm. but there was hundreds, sometimes thousands, sometimes who showed up to get fed Mm -hmm. and they walked away. Yeah. So, The masses don't matter. The big number doesn't matter. What matters is your local impact, your small impact. And as a Christian, we need to understand whether or not we are whether we're voting, we're loving people, shepherding people, trying to lead people to Christ. What Mm -hmm. matters is your local impact. Yeah. So a lot of times we vote for righteousness on a national level, but we ignore our Mm -hmm. mission on a local level. Yeah. That's stupid it's unbiblical mm-hmm. and i think it's us being lazy yeah. as christians
0: which and i think like it's funny because it's like Who are you gonna have? Are you ever gonna get an audience with the president of the United States? I won't. I know that for sure. I'm a schmuck. And I don't want it it anyway. It's like, but it's like I'm never gonna have that. I'm never gonna have his ear. Maybe there are Christians that will, but like, will I have the local ear of my school board? Will I have a local ear of my town mayor? Yeah, I could. I can walk into his office probably tomorrow and say, Hey, do you wanna go have dinner with me sometime and talk about Jesus? If you had dinner at your house
1: with our local state representative, right? Like your district's representative. Do
0: you feel like you'd have more of an impact there?
1: Absolutely.
0: Because here's the thing is like, it's just, but, but too many of us look at the, you know, the Donald Trump's the, you know, the Joe Biden's and they say like, well, these people are making these large like decisions. And I think it just, it speaks back to, and this is something that I really had to kind of come into my own, like kind of, thinking of the world but like i look at a world leader and i say like lead me you know like i just want you to make the decisions for me. it's just like the israelites in in like like when they're choosing saul Saul. as their king and they like god's like like i am supposed to be your king i'm supposed to lead you and they're like we want somebody physical to lead us And it's like, okay. All the other
1: nations have somebody who looks like a king.
0: Yeah. They don't look to their left and their right and they say, maybe I should just impact the person on my left and my right and say, this is what God is telling me today to tell you. Mm. They look at the one person for, I mean, at that point in time, it was what? A million, two million, three million people. I mean, sure. and it's like, they look at the one person, they say, we want him because he's the tallest. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but when did you ever look on your left and your right and say, Say, this is what the Lord's telling me today. It's like we should right. have that same feeling. But as stupid, idiotic people, creatures of habit that we are, yeah, we always look to: well, if I vote this president in, then that means no more babies get killed. It's like, no, that's right. not true. Or if I vote this president in, then you know, no more children in cages. Like, that's also not true. Sure. Hey, guess what? And if you just look to the person on your left, the person on your right, your even your local government, and you say, how can I be of impact to my local community? You're going to do a lot more for the kingdom of God than you ever will voting for some stupid one person to lead the, to lead the world. Boy, I'll tell you right now, that hit me hard just now. Hey, thanks. I'm, t- I'm serious. Like, I've been thinking really, about it for like three weeks.
1: Holy so. cow. <laughs> like, we offload personal responsibility. Oh, yeah. Onto Other people, other places, representatives and leaders, and we say you do the work people that we don't even know. And you know what? Can I just tell you something? I'm gonna be really honest. Yeah. To offload the responsibility of righteousness and holiness to donald j trump is the stupidest thing that anybody could do as a christian ever in the world oh the war, like the... the guy who came up and said in 2 corinthians here's what it says two like so for you as a christian yeah. to do that Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. You've made a mistake and you have bypassed your personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. But likewise, likewise, if you're a liberal, yeah. if you're a Democrat yeah. and you want to see change in the world, you want to quote Gandhi and say, be the change that you want to see in the yeah. world and you vote for Joe Biden, you're a moron. Yeah. You're a moron. And yeah. And you don't want to, neither one of these parties on the left or the right mm-hmm. want to go to their neighbor, want to go to people in their community and want to be an agent of change, yeah. we want to hire an agent of yeah. change. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I think that, and you know what? This is not what I just said. That's not a message for an unbeliever. Yeah, The message for the believer is you have a responsibility. Mm-hmm. You have freedom. You've been given grace, but with great power... Like like Uncle Ben said to Spider Man, comes great responsibility. Yeah, and if you're not walking in that responsibility, you don't deserve that power. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I mean, like, and you're you might think, oh, I'm not like, but I've heard this argument where it's like you might think that, well, like the president can change the world, and it's like, well, then you're just you're down, you are downplaying your actual power within your local community because it's like at the end of the day like you reaching out to one person is going to reach out to another, Yes, yeah. going to reach out to another. It's like you can really impact the world that you live in, but too often times, like you said, we're just... We, we want it to be somebody else's responsibility. Which you gotta give the founding fa- fathers mad props on, yeah. because
1: they were like, guess what? This is a biblical format. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not about the 5,000s getting fed. It's about the ones, twos, and threes, and the disciple making. Yeah. And it's about loving people personally and intimate, like mm-hmm. in an intimate way like that, in friendship relationship that's what actually
0: matters. And if you're having if you are having anxiety because of the the world leader that that is that is in charge of the United States right now, like just I think it's always good for us to remember that like we have I mean how many times in the Bible have we seen kingdoms that have ruled the world sure like every every kingdom that's enslaved the jewish nation has ruled the known world yeah and now america is just one of those other kingdoms and hey guess what's going to happen guess what's going to happen All the prophecy at the end of the day jesus is going to come back and everything's going to burn so it's like the the rulers and the king the the, the principalities of this world are going to be made so low that we're going to get to heaven and be like Oh, I was so concerned about the Republicans, or I was so concerned about the Democrats ruling. Yeah. Like, I didn't even realize that Jesus had a specific purpose for me here on this earth. Yeah. That being said, if it convicts you, vote Republican. If it Shit, convicts you, free. vote Democrat. If oh it convicts gosh. you, vote Joe, Joe Jorgensen. But just know <laughs> that your vote's not going to matter. Just so. don't
1: vote for the guy with the boot <laughs> on his head. <laughs>
0: Just don't vote for the Master
1: Supreme boothead.
0: Hey, Hey, well, Bourbon Supreme, man. That's right. Hey,
1: (laughs) well, we appreciate you guys taking part in this two part. Uh, episode with us we'd love to hear your thoughts you can follow us on instagram and twitter at biblical lenses or on facebook at facebook.com slash biblical lenses you can head to the website at biblical lenses.com to check out show notes and more episodes we release a fresh podcast every single week and we would love it if you would leave us a review on apple Podcasts. we will see you in the next election cycle or next week
0: next week